Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 713 on this Wednesday morning, as we told you, President Biden is in Israel now. We are waiting additional remarks from him, heard from him briefly as he met with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu earlier in the day there in Israel. And uh, we do expect him to have further remarks. We'll bring those to you when they come. The president making comments about what happened in Gaza where a hospital was hit and hit hard causing all kinds of problems that caused at least hundreds of people to be killed in whether or not Hamas was uh, responsible or Israel is the big argument right now. Israel says, hey, no, that did not come from us, this rocket missile, where Hamas is saying it did. The president's saying it appears to the U.S. that those missiles did come from Hamas. Um, meanwhile, what are we going to do here in Washington when we have a speakerless speaker of the House? It's possible that they'll go with the temp. The interim House Speaker, Patrick McHenry from North Carolina, could end up being the guy. They could just give him more power in order to move forward on some legislation. Glenn Grothman talked about what they would do if they were to get him in the place. I think what's going to happen is if McHenry gets in there, I think within a, well, immediately almost, maybe the next day, they'll be doing something with regard to Israel. With regard to Ukraine, I think that's going to take a while longer, but I would think within a week they'll be doing something. So as far as Pac, there's nothing to suggest this is going to happen, but this is one of the things that's being discussed is, okay, can we give him a little bit more power, let him stay the interim, so then we can at least get some legislation passed. Okay. Uh, Gro- and Jordan's going to get up for another vote today. Uh, Grothman did have this to say. I thought this was interesting. Listen to how he describes Patrick McHenry. He's kind of a button-down, uh, mainstream sort of guy. Uh, he's from North Carolina. He's big on the Financial Services Committee. I think Financial Services is a very important committee, uh, whether most people run or get to Congress because they want to do in financial services. I don't know how many people that is, but, but that's what he does, <laughs> raise a lot of money. Um, kind of like a button-down guy, not a lot of humor there. Not a lot of humor there. Okay. <laughs> so, Grothman on WDTMJ now earlier this week. The question to ask then is, isn't this the guy? Why don't you put him up for a vote? Who does, does, who does, does he McKinley? remind you of? Right. Like a button-down guy, a Paul Ryan. A Paul right? Ryan, right? Right. And, and Ryan had a lot more charisma, sure, it sounds of like. Course. And, and would be someone of good humor. <laughs> but right, so maybe he's not charismatic enough, but... Uh, you know, a mainstream guy who's this, who's that. He doesn't, you know, doesn't have enemies. Maybe doesn't have a ton of friends, but whatever. Isn't this the guy? They're not there there yet. They're going to vote again for Jim Jordan today. We'll see how many votes he gets. Sports up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive. It's worth the trip. As for Saturday, Eric, scattered showers still in the forecast. We'll see if we can clean that up for you because you got the big walk coming up. Yeah, the big, big walk. Our uh, JDRF One Walk is on Saturday morning at Greenfield Park that I'm so honored to be a part of. Uh, as you know, I am a type 1 diabetic, have lived with type 1 diabetes for nearly 40 years now, and it means a lot to me. And I'm I, so proud of the people that raise money for JDRF, which works to uh, bring in money for research, for a cure someday to prevent a type 1 diabetes from occurring. Uh, and I had a few people asking as we were talking about doing the walk again this year about my story, where it came from. So I wanted to bring this to you. A, a quick 
quick look back at, at where T1D entered my life. Dangerously hot temps are on the way. A heated My name is Eric Bilstead. I'm a husband, a father, a news reporter, a news junkie, a sports fan, a Star Wars nut, and a type 1 diabetic. And I'm about to suffer a low blood sugar reaction on the air. But first, let's go back 30 plus years. This is WXKZ, News Raider. You give us uh, three hours and we'll give you the world. Yes, believe it or not, that's me, pretending to be on the radio. Now for the main story in the news. In Oklahoma... I was seven years old when my body started to turn on me. I was getting thinner. Your ribs were kind of exposed. You were very thin on top. You know, thin shoulders, ribs exposed. And more and more thirsty all the time. We stopped maybe twice so you could go... Use the bathroom. I do remember, yeah, you having to go to the bathroom all the time, and we started making fun of you about that. Kind of like, oh, you can't hold it. What's going on? Scott and Mark are my two older brothers. They saw it up close. After I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, it hit both of them hard. You're going to have to take these shots. Oh, yeah, your brother now has to take shots every day, and he can't eat any candy. And that sounded like a childhood devastating blow. I would be checking my blood sugar several times a day, injecting insulin, and keeping a very strict diet, and I was seven. We always told you that you had to adjust to the situation, not the situation adjust to you. My mother, Nyla, says we all had to accept it. The family didn't have a choice. And so that there was nothing you couldn't do, you just had to learn to adjust to what was going on. And it worked. I was able to adjust and figure things out. There were a few bumps along the way. Well, the scariest time was, was when you'd go into these reactions. Reactions are another term for hypoglycemic shock, when blood sugar levels drop dangerously low. That's the only time where I remember mom and dad getting stressed, as we all did, because it was, it was, a scary, it was scary to see. Low blood sugar reactions suck. You're awake, but you're not conscious, if that makes any sense. You would thrash. I think you thrashed around a few times. You would yell. Uh, and you were obviously not of one mind or thinking we couldn't rouse you. When you go into hypoglycemic shock, you're so out of it that others need to help you, drinking juice or soda or syrup, anything with sugar in it, in order to bring you back. Despite being in good control of your diabetes, it can still happen. Highway Q into the zoo interchange right now. About a, This is me. Say about a 17 to 18 to getting confused and struggling to think straight. Roadblocks being put in there. Not roadblocks, but some, some barrels. Not the biggest deal. Embarrassing, sure, but I can't complain. My diabetes management has prevented any major issues, but other type 1s haven't been so lucky. Falling unconscious, slipping into a coma, some hypoglycemic incidents can turn deadly. It's a good reminder of how type 1 diabetics live on a daily basis. Whether you're 42, and here's when they had the parade. Everyone was so happy. Or seven. If you were interested in obviously uh, raising money for JDRF, uh, my team page, uh, I'll, you just text the word "walk" W A L K to the old National Bank Talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. We'll send you the link. Uh, big day on Saturday, looking to raise a lot of money for everybody. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing that. Later in the week, we have Brewer's Garrett Mitchell, who's yeah. also a t- type 1 diabetic. Right? Yeah, we will share his story on this very program. Playing with it and living with it. Yep, all of them. Yep. And almost as big time as you. 
Yeah, it's not quite. News about your money this mm. morning. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average flirting again with 34,000. It's at 33,998 after being up 13 points on the day. The NASDAQ, 13,534. That was down about 35 points. And the S&P 500 closed Tuesday at 4373, down less than a point. It's time for the Annex Wealth Management Tax Smart Planning Review. They'll review, assess, and provide strategies you can use. Go to AnnexWealth.com slash TaxSmart. 742 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Told you earlier that President Joe Biden is in Israel. Landed earlier today, our time, about 11 a.m. Israeli time. And there was a little exchange between he and... Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, so we got some remarks from the president there. Mm -hmm. Said hello. We do expect to hear from him again. One of the issues, there are a lot of people upset across the Middle East over a hospital that was hit by rocket fire in Gaza, killing hundreds of people. So there are demonstrations all across the area, people upset with the U.S. as well as with Israel, Israel denying that it's a rocket that they fired that hit that hospital. One of the things that the president did say, though, in front of the media... I was deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though... It was done by the other team, not not you. The president was supposed to meet with the leaders of Egypt, Jordan, and the Palestinian Authority. They have since canceled that summit following uh, this uh, hospital situation, although we're told by the White House that they are going to speak over the phone. We'll get you up to speed on all the developments in Israel. We'll lead off our 8 o'clock hour with that uh, right after the top of the hour news. Brandon Snide has sports coming up next. Idea Man. You got this big cake, and you know what? Great. Innovative. You only get a sliver of it, and there's no ice cream. So you only have that small sliver. You take one bite, and then the waiter comes over and grabs it and says, you're out of here. Here's the check. Because that's how this brewer season went to me. And Packers Hall of Famer. It's like Maria Antoinette used to say. You know? <laughs> we, the brewers only got the cake. They didn't even get to eat it. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tausch, Wisconsin's Morning News. Also sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Tosh, we needed to ask you about this for some time, and it came to a head in my house watching football Sunday afternoon with my youngest child, my daughter. Just the one who displays the greatest football acumen in the family. I mean, okay. of the children, okay? So she has questions okay. about football, and we talk football and whatever, and I don't know, somebody took a nasty hit in one of the things we were watching, and I'm explaining to her, I'm like, look, this whole player safety thing and player safety is our number one priority is relatively new. And I'm telling her, when I was a kid, we used to watch the NFL films year ender or whatever, and they would have either full half hours or full segments dedicated to guys getting train wrecked. And it was like celebrated. And so to make an example of it, I showed, I dug up from 1988 NFL films and sports illustrated collabing, on a couple of things. I'm going to play you this part. They got some highlights from Jack Lambert, Steelers, back in the day. That'll cool your ass off. Yeah, and then Chaush followed by a montage of guys getting ruined. And on each one of those things where the music hits, guys are getting their block knocked off. And I say to my kid... Long intro to you here for reaction, but I say to her, I'm like, back in that day, the NFL got together and said, what's our marketing point? It's guys getting destroyed, and they sold that. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's uh, if you're of you know our age and you can remember you know the Monday Night Football collage where the helmets would bang together and then they would show wide receivers getting obliterated across the middle and right. you know Packer fans, you'll remember Chuck Cecil, absolutely, Bloody the old nose. safety, and, and Chuck Cecil was the epitome of like physical. Uh, I am going to. But, you know, basically decleat or take you out of football games. The quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard, taking people out. Uh, Joe Montana, one of the greatest hits and most. Joe Montana with Jim Burt, the nose tackle for the New York Giants in a playoff game. I, I mean, he almost ended him. And that was not flagged. I don't even know if it was flagged. So the the player safety component to this, it really started changing and I don't know if this is a coincidence or not, when there was a lawsuit against the NFL. And because fans love it, I think they feel bad about loving it. But, Vinny, I bet when you were back watching those films and showing your daughter what football used to look like, there was something in you that was probably like, dang, that was cool back in the day. Because it wasn't you that was getting hit. So, Players, I think we always understood that that was the case, and you know, Ronnie Lott taking people out. It's that was a huge component of the game, and now they're trying to completely eradicate it and get rid of it completely to the point where Josh Allen was hit on his elbow on Sunday night, not in the head and not late, and he was they were flagged fifteen yards. So it's gone. A long way the other way, and I found this super rich yesterday that Tom Brady, who was the benefactor and probably played another 10 years because about 2009 or 10 is when those new rules came into effect, that probably lengthened his career, made him the GOAT, because these rules that he now is saying as sitting in these chairs commentating on it saying, yeah, they should probably let more stuff go. Uh, when Tom would get knocked down on the ground, I don't think he was looking at the ref begging for a flag and saying, boy, you should have really let that go because it's for the betterment of the game. I found that a little bit rich <laughs> from my fellow draft classmate. You asked for my reaction, and as I was going back and watching this, I'm sorry, Tosh, I was laughing. Not so much at the pain that was inflicted. I just more. It was my natural reaction of, Look at what we celebrated. How ridiculous right? it was. How absurd it is. My wife then tells me to turn it off. She was a psychology major, so she's into the, all the brain stuff, and she's right. She's like, how many of these guys have scrambled brains? Like, this is terrible. Like, she couldn't watch it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think looking back at it, you'd think, what the heck was everybody <laughs> right? thinking? It's barbarous. But what you know what everybody was thinking was gladiator, Um you know, when you're driving down and you see a train wreck, everybody turns and looks. Everybody wants to at least see what's going on. That's what that was back then, and I think the NFL grew its popularity uh, in large part because of that. And ironically now, the NFL has never been more popular, even when you started to clean things up and make it more of a skill game. So there always needs to be a physicality to the NFL. You're never going to be able to get away from it. You're going to still see those big hits now with guys taking their head out of it and leading with their shoulder and, th and stuff like that. It's better. But, yeah, it is crazy if you really wanted to. Just think of the DVDs. They used to market DVDs, the biggest hits. Yeah. Like, 
It was literally, they were, you said Sports Illustrated. I can remember you could get the, the great hits of 1988 or 1989, and you literally could just put it on a reel where you could watch you know, Nat Moore, a wide receiver for the uh, Miami Dolphins, get helicoptered and drilled. Yes. And then after he's helicoptering, not even a safe landing, somebody comes in and tries to take his spleen out. So it was always a little <laughs> bit more. That was kind of uh, what was accepted back in those days. A little history lesson and a little football for the kids. Thanks, Tausch. Talk again tomorrow. You bet. Business headlines are sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. They are next with the Milwaukee Business Journal.